Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Once upon a time, there was a man named Matt and another named Ryan. They both sat on a couch, and then... They were wondering how to start the podcast. And this was how. That was pretty good. Not a bad well, bit, was, dude. Well, that bit was originally just supposed to be like a narrator does that, and then, and then it was going to fade into us talking. And then the uh, end of the podcast would have been, and thus concludes this story. It still can be. Two, okay. Wait, record that so we can put it at the end real quick? And thus concludes the story of the man named Matt and the other named Ryan. If we die between the next episode, that's going to be weird. Because <laughs> yeah. it sounds like we were planning it. We're not planning to die, so. Fuck. Now I need to knock on wood or something. Please make sure to hit the bell icon so you're updated on new uploads. Uh. Is there wood I can knock on? Yes, there is. I'm going to go knock on some wood. Let's talk about superstitions. <laughs> okay. You know, there's so many out there. There's so many superstitions out there. What are they there for? What are they doing? You know, they're just there. <laughs> oh, am I right? Yeah. Re- am I right? I said my I said my thing like uh like a like a youth leader giving a lesson about God and like shifting something like So let's talk about superstitions. Hearing youth leaders talk is like hearing a very unfunny stand up. that's what it always comes across as looking back okay remind me to bring up unfunny stand up let me talk about superstitions okay i don't believe in that kind of shit i don't believe oh okay i don't either logically i don't believe in it but when i say something like yeah i've never crashed my car i'm like fuck i gotta knock on wood or else i'm gonna crash my car there's no logic there but i still feel compelled to of course I, I, I am the same way. Or if I pick up a penny heads down, I literally don't pick it up. The only thing for me, which happened today, which I'm just like, yep, is I'm always like, oh, yeah. if there's a worst case scenario, odds are it's going to happen. And today you forgot your phone in your place of living and you had to park. You had to park your car. 
and there are assigned parking spots. But there's the, also like the, 50 the, of them with no car in Yeah. So you're going around, and you park in this one spot. I'm like, Matt, just park in your spot. It's just right It's just right over there. I wanted to be close to the elevator. Yeah, you want to be close to the elevator. And, I, and you're like, no, I'm no, like, Ryan, no. it'll be three minutes. I'm like, Matt, please. And you continued. You were just like, no. Uh, it was like it'll, three it'll minutes. I just had to run in and get my phone. You go in the elevator. Uh, you go up. You're up there for about three minutes. And all of a sudden, this woman comes up to the side of the car. She's like, hey. Like, hey, excuse me, just so you know, that's my parking spot. I parked over there, so it's fine, but I just thought I'd let you know. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry, my friend. He was just running up to get something. She's like, no, I just, I'm, I'm just making sure that you know. It's like, okay. And then it was the same woman that uh, passed you going into the elevator. I didn't you know. Were coming out. Yeah, she didn't look too happy. Does she not? No. She looked uh, displeased by me when I walked by. She didn't know it was you. Maybe she was just displeased by me in general. Maybe she, was, she didn't like my haircut. Yeah. Well, I shaved it She was it probably off. displeased that her parking space, the one space that she has dedicated to her, was taken up. Because, you know, when you come home and someone was in your parking spot, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I would. I'd be pissed. So why didn't you? Why didn't why, why Ryan, didn't I could have parked in any other of the other parking spots, and the same thing could have or could have not happened. It was just, it was bad luck. I mean, I also could have parked in my parking spot. Yes, exactly. It would have taken... 10 extra seconds? Yeah, but that... <laughs> then I'd have to walk further to the elevator. We wouldn't be at this point in the podcast yet. Yeah, Think about that. You We'd be it, 20 you seconds behind. Yeah, I did it so we could just record it and get done. <laughs> I'm helping you, Ryan, because think about this. Butterfly effect. You might not be here on this couch with me right now if you hadn't tripped over your shoelaces at, at one point when you were four. The smallest events trigger the biggest actions down the road. I'm sorry, I got that backwards. The smallest actions trigger the biggest events down the road the titanic might not have sank if some dude hadn't uh dropped his automobile keys down a drain one day wait what what was that automobile keys okay why what no what was the event the titanic sinking. the titanic sinking automobile keys they had cars back then they did they they used to transport them using big ships too yeah they still do of course so by me parking in that spot instead I could have just saved you from a car crash in 20 years. Or you could have. Yeah, that's true. A, a car crash is now impending because of that. Isn't that weird to think about? Like, I literally could have just sealed your fate 20 years from now in a car crash because of that. It is interesting because the way I look at things is I think this is going to sound weird. I think everything's predetermined, not because that there's some almighty being, but just because there's only one way life goes there's no branching paths ah. there's branching paths you can take but depending on end. which one you take there's only one so there's only one like i'm not saying like everything's already decided but in a sense it kind of is because things are just going to happen on that one timeline forever do you believe you in know? string theory uh what's that it's that theory that there's infinite universes and every time you make a choice i haven't read up on much so i don't know if that's legit brian knows a lot about it yeah, but, but he's, he's also a, he's a, a fucking dumbass. Yeah, he's a, a theoretical, yeah, physicist. So that's fun. Brian has physicist? Brian has a PhD in shit that's not even proven. So it, it, not, might, it might as well be imaginary science. He's a master at. So is he really that smart? Is he? No, I mean he has a PhD, but it's an imaginary shit. It's theoretical physics. That's not real. That's why it's called theoretical. Checkmate, Brian. Why don't you go do something useful with your life? Like Ninja Sex Party. <sighs> yeah, like Ninja Sex Party. 
I love that Brian Wecht has a PhD in theoretical physics, but makes his living and probably makes much more money singing in a comedy band about dicks and boners than he would with his PhD in theoretical physics. He used to be on the the social game too. Yeah. Poop and doo-doo. I remember those tweets. The classic Brian Wecht poop and doo-doo <laughs> butt sex tweets. Uh, oh, Brian. Brian. Hey, my name's Brian Wecht. I'm going to lock my daughter Audrey in a hot car all day to see how she'll react. <laughs> That's something Brian would do. Theoretically, she should perish, but... I believe that with my genes and my seed, she will accomplish tasks that your normal average man could not. She's like Bruce Willis from Unbreakable. <laughs> she just can't get hurt. She can't die. Yeah, I saw Glass. How was Glass? It's all right, I guess, but not really. You didn't like it? One of those movies where like, there's some bits in it that are like, oh, I like this sequence, and I like some of the music that's going along with the sequence. And I like the way the camera's panning, or I like the, I like the way he's using Steadicam for this one shot. Or I like this long take, but I wouldn't say I like the movie. I think it shouldn't have been made. Wow. Especially with what they did with the ending. I'm like, hmm. M. Night, was it, did he have to throw his classic M. Night twist in? Yeah, except this time it, it's like the twist doesn't recontextualize much. It's just kind of like, I'm not without spoiling, it's just, it's one of those twists, quote unquote, I guess there is a twist bigger than... I can't talk about spoilers, but there are like multiple twists in the end. But the one final twist doesn't re- really recontextualize the whole movie. It just recontextualizes the climax. M. Night was playing That's Twister and fell over. <laughs> he just wasn't good with this one. The yeah. twist was not satisfying. Oh, by the way, for the people, I also finished season one of The Good Place because people were saying how I don't understand. Did you go back and watch it because of the comments? Because <laughs> they were like, you don't understand. You don't know the big twist. And, like, look at Ryan. He thinks he knows everything about the good place. But the thing is... The good place theory. It's like, that twist, that what they're talking about, doesn't make the jokes better. It doesn't make, like... Because I'll laugh every now and then with the show. Like, once every two episodes. It's like when we go see a a Tyler Perry movie. There'll be one thing that we're just like, wow, okay... Like, it's like, it'll be minuscule things, like the delivery of one of the actors, uh, I forget his name, he plays Michael in the show. Um, his delivery on certain things will get a chuckle out of me. Uh, most of, Just a chuckle? Yeah. Not a chortle? Like, I'll be like, <laughs> okay, that was, that was, that was fun. Yeah, that was I, li- I like the way he delivered it. And then, like, I'll rewind 10 seconds just to watch the way he delivered it again, because I'm like, I like the delivery. And, um, but, like, for most of the other people that are in the show... And this is going to sound weird. I just don't, it's, you can't really make a successful comedy show when you, when comedians aren't the stars, really. Like when the actors aren't funny? Yeah. That's why we need our own comedy show. And nothing against like Kristen Bell or anything like that. I'm not saying like they're not funny. I just don't personally find them funny. And when you look at stuff like, for example. Wait, is she the girl that played Jane in Breaking Bad? No. Oh. Um, when, when you think of movies like, uh, uh, what's the super bad that was made by comedians. And so it's naturally like some of the riffing is like funny or all the actors are hilarious. Yeah. Or if you think of, um, like I'll go to hot fuzz, hot for fours, hot fours, hot fours, hot fuzz has some like good moments. I wouldn't say it's generally like a laugh out loud film. It is my favorite comedy, but. Uh, the chemistry also with the actors is really good. They do chemistry? <laughs> yeah, dude. 
the chem- I brought my A game today. I, I, I laid in bed last night thinking about that went, one. Yep. I was like, yeah. But I don't it. know. I just the good place for me, the comedy more often than not doesn't work, and it'll be a little tiny thing once every two or three episodes that actually gets a chuckle out of me. But it's mostly because of the delivery of a line instead of the actual content of the punchline or joke. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Little tiny thing that gets a chuckle out of Ryan. You talking about my penis over here? Ha <laughs> ha! I thought you were about to say my own penis. Why would I ever do that? Because the joke is that mine is the mine is not the one that is big. But in reality, yours is at least twice as big. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Let me tell you. I have a I have a monster cock, the size. He's of... not lying. <laughs> okay. Stop. A monster cock the size of Barack. <laughs> God. So the size of it shapes shaped just like, like Barack Obama. <laughs> And he talks to you. You have schizophrenia, and you, you when you look at your penis, he goes, run. When Brock needed to go out late at night, oh, he, run. He, I would lay on the side of the bed and hoist my cock up in the sheet so that Michelle would still think he was in bed. Run, I gotta piss. <laughs> I gotta let the troops out. My cock is actually Barack Obama. He speaks through your trousers. I, I hear him. Some run. resident evil demon looking shit. I'm signing an executive order to take a piss. <laughs> Barack's my penis. That's a Barack cock, dude. There it is. There it man. is. Woo! He fought the war in uh, I pants. That was fucking Afghanistan. <laughs> Please keep that. Please keep this in the final cut. Of, co- of course I will. It's good stuff. <laughs> it's good shit, dude. Do you not think it's good? <laughs> well, that joke was. Ron, was, I gotta take him a shit. I like honestly that okay. think like that joke was just as good as Upstart. 
Applying for a loan is a lot like applying for a job that you don't get to interview for. Instead, loan companies make their decisions based off your credit scores and history without getting to know the whole you. Now, thanks to Upstart.com, it never has to be that way again. Upstart is revolutionizing the way you borrow money by rewarding you for your job experience and education in the form of a smarter interest rate. Gee, Ryan, if we had only had a loan when we started Super Mega, we would have had the potential of growing sooner and thus being where we're at sooner, possibly. I would have bought a jet ski. Unlike traditional uh, credit underwriting, which could be biased against people with a short credit history, Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. It's pronounced FICO. No. Is it? Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast. Simple. Hold on. There's an ellipsis there. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in less than two minutes without affecting your credit score. You want to know what the best part is, though? Sure. Once your loan is approved, the funds will be transferred to you the very next business day. The next day. Over 100,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their wedding, or buy a pair of speedboats. Hurry to upstart.com slash supermega to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes two minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash supermega. Uh, hurry to Upstart... Hurry to http colon forward slash forward slash upstart.com forward slash super mega to find out how low uh, your your upstart rate is. And that's it. Disclaimer. With anything that requires you to take strong consideration into your financial well-being, make sure you do your research. I know something that has you seething with jealousy. I see that jealous look in your eyes. What is it? Is it perhaps the fact that someone on this couch went to go see HBO's Bill Maher? Live? <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, shit. You did. I went and I saw, I was in the studio audience of Bill Maher last Friday. Shit sucked. Isn't it weird? You, you jewel as a joke and you end up regretting it. You go to Bill Maher as a joke and it ends up actually being just a horrible time. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe I should stop doing ironic shit. Because it's not fun I'm just going to look back when I'm 30. I'm going to be like, what the fuck did I do all that shit for? <laughs> I went to go see Bill Maher. Man, guys. I had nothing else to do. It, it was so funny when I owned myself by going to see Bill Maher and getting addicted to nicotine. God, that was good. <laughs> this is this is the 2019 match. God, Ryan, remember when we owned ourselves by going to see all the Medea movies in theaters as soon as they came out? Or when we saw we God's Not the Dead? Funeral one. Well, I, I know. We're still going to do it. Why are we so stupid? I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't, I think it's the idea that's funny, but in practice, like, I think whenever I, we're in the middle of a Medea movie, it's actually miserable. We realize it's actually like, oh. not fun. Like, it's not like, oh, can you believe they're doing this? Oh, look how stupid. Uh, Like, no one gives a shit. What's, what's the prophet of YouTube's name? What's his name? What's he's. In? Oh, uh, Fousey. Yeah. Fousey too. Fousey boobs. Ha <laughs> ha. You're Fousey new. I hope you're getting help, Fousey, because that shit was stupid. Anyways, not the medium. Well, the medium that was stupid. I'm too, talking I'm about be the other stuff you pulled. You know what I'm talking about? When you and Drake were best friends and you stalked him outside of a club, he and did ranted on like Instagram Live. He did. Yeah. Damn, dude. He made eye contact apparently with Drake, and that's all he needed. And they and like Drake converted the positive energy and affirmation that he would show up to the event in that one solid lock of their eyes because they're brothers. They're brothers that want to make things positive in the world. Well, they both played the antagonist in Medea movies. Drake did not 
was not in the Medea movie. That's what he did after Degrassi. <laughs> was Drake in a Medea movie? Yeah. Was, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Was he really? Yeah. Which one? Medea's Big Fat Snatch. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because he was in Degrassi, it's, it is believable that he would show up in an earlier on Medea movie as like one of the younger children's like asshole boyfriends. Medea gets an unsharpened number two Ticonderoga pencil stuck in her vagina. That's tight as fuck then. Yeah, dude. Medea's got a tight puss. The whole movie was one shot of her laying on the floor in the bathtub trying to pull it out. <laughs> she could not get it out. I don't want to spoil the ending though. She gets it out. She gets it out. <laughs> oh, it, it was very redeeming. Is it like... goes... And she goes, oh, Lord, I got the Ticonderoga says, pencil oh, out of my vagina. Says, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. She actually, no, Lord. she actually just says it. Like, it's Tyler Perry's oh, normal voice. Lord. Oh, Lord. He said, he is doesn't Lord even, Lord? the thing is, he, he just gives up the Medea impression, like, character halfway through she and goes, just, ah! and then at the end, he says, in regular <laughs> Tyler Perry voice, oh, got the pencil out of my vagina. <laughs> See, like, if they just dropped that one in theaters, that would be huge, right? Full frontal of Medea. Or or big pussy. She's got a unsharpened pussy? number two Ticonderoga pencil stuck up her snatch. God damn, I'm honestly speechless because I don't know how to what to what to say what to this. say next. Yeah, this is an interesting image that I have in my head. One and two. That's what we do on this podcast. We paint pictures. You know, you know, in comedy, you escalate things. I don't know how. I mean, I could escalate it, but yes, what is it going to be? Oh, oh, sorry. Now, now Medea has a sharpened number two. What is it? Unsharpened. Unsharpened. Number two. Number Ticonderoga two. brand pencil. Ticonderoga brand. Remember those? They made you use them on standardized tests. In her vagina, except this time, um, she is on a farm, and there's a bunch, and she's riding a horse at the same time. And she's trying to get it out while she's on the horse. And she's wearing clown shoes. <laughs> Come on, what is this? What the fuck is this? Dude, take it up. Like, take like, it up with Tyler. Take it up with Tyler. Ask him, ask him why he made these choices. <laughs> yeah, it's all him. He wrote the movie. Oh shit. He directed it and starred in it. Write me the trailer. <coughs> what? Write me the trailer. For what? What are you doing? <coughs> fuck. You okay? Was it was it too funny? <coughs> was it was it the Medea stuff? Shit, there's blood. Hold on, I need to go to the bathroom. Fuck. Oh, you got it on. It's dripping down your lip. <coughs> Hold on, I'll be right back. <coughs> okay, so we're back. Ah, fuck. Well, Ryan gets these growths in his lungs, and sometimes they pop. Yeah, I don't know what they are, but they have blood in them. So as much as I love this conversation. You wanna you wanna tell me how your time was though with uh, Bill Maher? Well, it, it wasn't with Bill Maher. I wasn't being interviewed. <laughs> My day with Bill Maher by Matt Watson. First, we got pizza. Then we then owned, he showed we, me his favorite ice cream place. And then we he we, really likes strawberry with chocolate sprinkles, not rainbow. He gets mad if you give him rainbow. Bill doesn't like that. Then we uh, went out and owned some Christians and told them they're stupid. And then he took me back to his hotel room, where he firmly punched me in the back of the head, and I lost consciousness for 16 hours straight. Let me, let me run you through my Bill Maher experience. So I get there, and they took my cell phone. And I've been to- and they other... put it in a little bag? Yeah, they took it away from me. I get inside, and I gotta wait outside. And they're like, guys, 
one of those really annoying guys with the megaphone. Who's ready to see Bill Maher? Were a lot of people excited? It was just old white people. And there was a one, one Mexican dude whose head was way too small for his body. Um, but that's beside the point. Like, guys, do we have a treat for you? Bill's going to be ready in about 15 minutes. So in the meantime, how about we check out this brand new Bill Maher highlight reel? And we had to sit there and we watched like a 15 minute Bill Maher best moments compilation. Like Bill Maher owns compilation. And halfway through, the audio got out of sync with the video for a couple <laughs> minutes. So they stopped it and then restarted the whole thing. So that was good. And then we get inside and I got the, the worst seats. They were all the way to the side, but all the cameras and the tech station was in front. I couldn't even see anyone on stage. Um, and then like a couple, I guess, 16 or 17 year old girls sat in front of us and just turned around and like kept trying to get our attention, like giggling the whole time. Incredibly annoying. Okay. And one laughed like <laughs> like that. Uh-huh. Um, and then the guy sitting behind me, I'll get into him in a second. Ooh. Um. And uh, before the show starts, one of the writers comes out to do a little bit of stand-up comedy. It was the most uncomfortable what did, what did I've ever been in a crowd. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? It just, it, the jokes were just so terribly unfunny. I felt bad for him. I was like... Like he was actually bombing? Yeah. Like people Ooh. weren't really laughing. And you could you knew where the punchline was going 30 seconds before he made it. Oh, uh, that's the worst when, you like, when you're like, yep. He's like, so my, my, my wife's aunt is, uh, was cremated. And recently I had to evacuate because of the fires and my wife wanted to grab everything. And I'm like, I know this going tells it for like three and a half minutes. And I'm like, honey, she's already ashes. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> wait, what did like three minutes? Yeah, it was a long ass joke. I don't know why he and then he and then he I thought it was going to jump to it's like, so she got cremated. Got to the next morning. I'm making coffee. Okay? <laughs> like, and my like wife goes. Honey, that's my Aunt Sharon you're drinking. And I said, well, she must be decaf, because it ain't working. <laughs> that was funny. I would, I would have laughed at that. But yeah. he, uh, at one point, he like, he like air humped, and some people in the audience like cheered. And it, it's kind of like when a little kid does something funny and notices adults laugh. He's like, I gotta keep doing it. Did you see that look in his eye? Yeah, yeah. He gets that like... Then did he, then he, did he keep he, doing he it? He air humps again and people clap a little less. And then he does it again and again until there's like two guys clapping <coughs> him and he just stopped. And I was like, what the hell was that? Did he? Do you think he like pre-planned that? He's like, air humping segment. This this is gonna be <laughs> he gold. He just did it without a punchline? He shows it to his manager and he's like, like what did he do? this air humping Wait, segment just, is gold. He was quiet. And then he just air he was He was showing us how the, the desk that they do the interview at is going to slide forward on stage. And he like pretended to move it and it didn't air hump. And people were like, woo! And then he was like, and he got, he goes up front and then he walks back again. Does, like he had to move back into position and he did it again. Well, then the joke might have been that like, it's the audience that is like, he's like, ooh, okay, I guess I'll, I'll do that again for the, maybe that was the joke. As possibly. Honestly, Ryan, if you were there, it, I, I wish you could have seen it. No. Don't wish that upon me. <laughs> so let me get into uh, <laughs> Bill Maher himself. He comes out, dude. Is dude? He is a he is a short king. He's <laughs> yeah. like he's like five five. Is he really? Yeah, his head and his I head. Wish he wore suits. That he's got a huge big. head. I wish his I, his suits look he, like children's suits because he's so short. <laughs> the thing that I love about seeing people that you like have seen on TV for the longest time in person or on the internet is that. You get their, you see their proportions for the first time, and at first it's kind of wonky, because it's like this is a real, yeah. You're like, you're just seeing how they fit into your plane of viewing, I guess. Okay, so I looked up Bill Maher's five eight, which isn't that short. It's not, it's not really short, 
I guess for a man, it can be considered short. Three inches shorter than me. And, and you're not short at all. Am I not? No. You're tall. You average height. You're, but yeah, you're average. So 5'8", I think is a little under average. <laughs> Might be wrong on that. Please don't crucify me if you're under 5'8". Uh, but the thing is, his head is so big, it makes his body, like he has a very childish body. <laughs> Does he really? Like a skinny child. <laughs> like that's the best way I can describe it. Like the body of like a sixteen-year-old, uh, he, he like have soccer like a, player. Like a short man's body. It, it, it's just the proportions are in his head's pretty big, and um, he comes out uh, and he does all his stuff, and I can't see anything. Um, pretty, pretty, just average Bill Maher, I guess. I haven't watched any other episodes, but I was like, I'll go see Bill Maher. Why not? As a joke, you actively searched out for the tickets, though. You don't have to. You didn't have to tell them that part. <laughs> well, I'm just. I saying. was joking about Bill Maher one night with Harrison Jackson. I was like, we should see if we can get free tickets to Bill Maher. And on my first try, I got them. So I was like, okay. What makes it bet? Like, how else would you have got? You're like, I just happened upon some Bill Maher tickets, <laughs> and like, I mean, so I was I was sitting on the bus, <laughs> and the woman next to me gets up, and and these these two golden pieces of paper fall out of her purse. And I go, ma'am, ma'am, you you dropped something, but sh- the doors had already closed. I picked them up. What are they? Two glimmering tickets to Bill Maher himself. And uh, night of my life. The rest is history. Oh, I forgot. Before the show started, they were like, guys, we got a special surprise. We got a Bill Maher highlight reel. Never seen before. Let's play it. And they played another 10-minute highlight reel. Did they play three? Uh, well, they played two, but they restarted the first one halfway through because the audio got off sync. Guys. Oh, oh hey. what's up, Ryan's clone? Talk about the belly button thing. Thanks, man. I will. So what? what is he talking about? The belly button thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, I had this written down on my list of topics, so I'm sure you're wildly confused what the belly button thing is. Do you know, like, when if you like when you push in your belly button, uh-huh. like, your finger in it, yeah. you can, like, feel it, like... In your penis? Yes. Like, what, okay, hold on. For me, it's like a urethra maybe like tip of the urethra in the, the, meat the penis area yeah like okay i just did it and that's where i felt like a, i hate like it a dude bit, like it's a stinging right? it's, it's on the very it's on the it's on the tip of my pecker it's like like the tip and it feels like maybe like, like a s- electrical spark like a little like a stinging like like, like when you ash your cigarettes on my penis yeah but like why does that happen i don't i why would i know you're the one that does it <laughs> I, I mean i don't do it i'm just saying i noticed it i, I don't you're making it seem like I just dig in my fucking... No, I was talking about the ashing the cigarettes on my penis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, I cannot stand my Man. belly button being touched. Like when I uh, go to the doctor finger. for a checkup and he sticks his long finger in my belly button and he like pokes what? it down. What? When you go to the doctor for the checkup and they feel your belly button. You said he, he, he sticks yeah. his finger inside it's, of your It's belly when he's button. like feeling my stomach area for like tumors or lumps. He puts his finger in my belly button and he like pushes it in and I hate like it. For I a long time? For a couple seconds and feels around. What? What? Does your, not, does your doctor not no, do that? No, my doctor like he makes me lay down and he feels my tummy and shit. But he, he doesn't, doesn't stick, stick his, his finger, finger in your... into my fucking belly button and, and fucking wriggle his finger around. My doctor sticks it in deep and it fucking hurts. <laughs> And he, like, moves his finger around to, like, feel around for my organs or some shit. Is that what he said? Yeah. Okay, for those Every time I get a checkup, that happens. They stick their finger in my belly button. I'm gonna look this up. Doctor sticks... Oh, wait, that was my uncle. ...finger in belly... But it didn't autocomplete, so... (laughs) Things are not looking good for me. The doctor put his finger in your what? The deliberate mom. 
Did the Why doc- does touching my belly button feel weird? Ugh, I hate I hate touching my belly button. Why man. you shouldn't poke your belly button? Okay, so what what does the doc know then? I'm gonna get a new doctor. It feels weird when you poke. It's like, there's a reason why touching. Your oh, belly and he would also poke his finger down my pee hole. The belly bu- belly buttons they're pretty weird, and if you're poked, this is Buzzfeed. And if you've ever poked a finger deep inside your belly button or had someone do it to you rude, you have to... Okay, specifically, it's... God, they just... It's that moment where they just talked in GIFs every other sentence. It's one of those fucking things. Don't you mean GIFs? At the navel, you have the ability to stimulate not only the skin overlying the nail, but also the fibers of the inner lining of your abdomen. I don't want to hear this, dude. It's so making me squeamish. Your belly button. Stop it! It a signal from the deeper fibers that line your inner ab- abdominal cavity to your spinal cord. That's... Because your spinal cord at that level is also relaying signals from your bladder and urethra. There it is. It feels almost uh, the same. You interpret this as discomfort in your bladder. You will notice. Okay. Maybe that's why I don't like my belly button being touched. But why? I don't see anything where it says. Hold on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look this up. But this is like a mom. Mom. This... Moms know this kind of stuff, Ryan. This no, is this common is like mom four knowledge. Moms, like. A pregnant woman. Yeah, how do you think moms learn this yeah, stuff? Yeah, but you're they not a these pregnant websites. woman, so... Yeah, how do you know? Okay, why did the doctor stick his finger <laughs> his in my belly finger. button? The NSA in agent watching your phone right now is like, oh, poor guy. I know, he's like, Jesus. As you stick your finger into your belly button, it sends a signal from the deeper... No, I, I get that, but... That's where BuzzFeed copied and pasted it from. Aspiring doctor is forced to face her phobia of navels. Why is... That when I touch that, there's a reason. Oh yeah, they're called navels. This is why I feel so weird when you poke your. Can we talk about Audis for a second? Do you know anyone with an Audi? I know nobody with an Audi. Dude, the only article that I'm finding, I'm sorry, of a doctor like digging into someone's belly button is the deliberate mom, which is this blog of for pregnant women. Maybe he was trying to see if I was with child. Who knows? If the Virgin Mary can conceive a child by the touch of God, then maybe I can too. What? Sorry, I'm I'm trying to figure this out for us, Matt. If God wanted to, he could make you pregnant. If he wanted to, yeah, but he won't because he's not real. Anyways. Why McGee owns Christians. Oh, I got Bill Maher over here, ladies and gentlemen. God actually could be real, and I just made him mad. It was, it was for the funny, funny bit, God. Sorry, God. Why does... I think God's got bigger fish to fry than you making fun of him on a podcast, like making you pregnant. I really, I, I'm, I'm really trying to like, Don't, are you not interested in, I think it's just a doctor thing. Like a doctor, mean? like if he needs to feel around my, my stomach, he needs to stick his finger to get closer. You know, literally I can't find anything when I, when I'm like doctor sticks finger in belly button. You can look up Dr. You know, I'll call, I'll, I'll call him and ask nuts. him about it. Dr. Sticks finger in my butthole, but you can't find anything about a doctor, you know, Dr. Stick stick down throat. What if this is just a big joke between the doctor community? Like, dude, I bet I bet we can grab dudes nuts. <laughs> so it's like, OK, we'll convince them that it's part of a checkup, but it really doesn't matter. So it's just a whole ring of doctors that behind the scenes are just laughing their ass like, dude, I grabbed this guy's nuts this week. Luckily, it turns out to be an actual super important checkup. Because they're checking for cancer. He was probably checking my belly button for cancer. What are you talking about? He stuck it so deep he was able to <laughs> touch my he? nuts. I just can't. Uh, he stuck it deep? 
He went. It hurt. Yeah, he fucking poked that shit. Well, you can't go deep inside, but he pushed it like down. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna turn the mic on. I'm gonna go around the office and ask all the men in the office if their doctors ever stuck their finger, like their finger in the belly button. All right, let me know what the results are. Okay, hold on. Can I can I bother you two for a quick second? Um, I'm interviewing people because something happened to Matt, and I'm just trying to make sure. Everything's fine. Has a doctor ever put his finger inside of your belly button and wriggled his finger around? Wait, absolutely no bit. Did Matt say that happened to him? Yes. I can think of no medical reason a doctor would okay, put his okay. finger in your belly button and okay. wriggle it I mean, around. I had a doctor that was like a really good friend of mine. and That's a different story, though. Okay. This is a stranger doctor. Well, oh, no, no, no. no? Okay, so. okay, hold on. I'm, gonna, I'm, try, I'm asking a lot of people in the office. Hold on. Tucker, has a doc has a doctor ever during a checkup stuck his finger in your belly button? Not once. Not once. No. Okay. 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 Layton, has a doctor at any point during a checkup stuck his finger and wiggled his belly button and well wiggled his finger inside of your belly button? No. No. Vernon, has a doctor ever stuck his finger inside of your belly button and wiggled his finger around? No, who am I talking to? Oh my god. Ooh. Susie. Weird question because this is like super serious. And like something might have something weird might have happened with Matt at a doctor's office and I'm trying to understand it. At any point during a physical checkup, has a doctor stuck his finger inside of your belly button and wiggled his finger around? Okay, 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 Matt. Nobody. Not one person. Wait, did that really happen? Is that a joke? Yeah. No. He stuck his finger in my belly button. No, you're lying. This sounds like a Seinfeld episode. Like, Jerry comes back and Are, he's like... Is this like a bit gone too far no, now? No, this, this happened. He There's stuck no his finger way. in your belly button. It wasn't weird or anything, though. Like, it wasn't, like, of weird in- intentions. Oh, and I'm recording no. this, by the way, because as because this is a bit. But you said you, said you, you know someone who was a doctor? Not a bit. Okay, are you asking him right now? So, apparently no one else has had that experience. Um, but, okay, the doctor did, it wasn't, like, weird. It was, like, just part of the checkup. He was just, like, feeling my stomach. And he was, like, he did it for, for a second or two, like, feeling around. In your belly button, though. That's the he important start, thing. He pushed, he put his finger in the, I don't have a deep belly button, in the divot of my belly button. And he pushed, so like, and then he felt the see tip. See this is my belly button? Yeah. Whoop. Yep, and then okay. he, he kind of, well, I don't have a deep belly button, see? So he just kind of, like. Put his finger inside of a belly button. Yeah, but you but still got an innie. He, it's he, not an outie. He, he poked pretty hard, and then he kind of felt around for a second. And was like, okay, okay. He uh, he it was he wasn't like, it, it wasn't like, I have zero belief in my mind that it had any kind of weird or ill intention. Okay, I think he was just doing his doctor stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, we have someone actually asking three doctors right yeah, now. Yeah, so we'll find out, but. <laughs> I mean, what, you think the dude's getting off, putting his finger in my belly button? <laughs> All I'm saying is no one else remembers or has a memory of a doctor doing that at a checkup in the office. Well, your doctor sucked your toes, and that didn't happen to me, but well, you didn't think that was weird. All doctors suck your toes. No, they if don't. you ask politely. Okay, well, maybe I should ask sometime. Okay, try it out with this doctor. He seems already geared up for it. <laughs> I go in next time. So, I listen to your podcast. You accusing me of something? <laughs> here's, a, here, here's, a, here's a slander lawsuit. Now, I won't sue you. I am not accusing you of doing anything stick, weird. If, I, if you can give me one last stick. 
<laughs> I let him stick his finger in my belly button so he doesn't sue me. Yeah. That's the good stuff. And you're going to come back every month on the 24th. What about Christmas? Like, Christmas Eve, like he, I have to stay in LA so he doesn't sue me. <laughs> and I don't get to see my family at Christmas. So you have to go to his office, like this dark, dingy office. I'm drinking coconut water right now. Dead nurses strewn about the floor. Okay, now that's too far. <laughs> I'm drinking coconut water right now. And I really like coconut water. But you're stupid. Really, dude? Really? Got him. That's what you're going to say? I'm not even telling my coconut water story now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Prove it. Okay. I'll prove you wrong. I, um, coconut water either always tastes really good or it just tastes like ass. There's like no in between. You taste ass before? I'm a man of the world, Ryan. I have been there, done that. That's not an actual admission of ass eating. Of course not. It's just a bit. Yes. The question of whether Matt Watson has eaten ass. Doesn't actually have to be answered. That will be something left to the imagination. Tucker's looking at me through the window. Why? Hey, Tucker, what are you looking at me for? Does he have something to say? He was Is holding, he he was holding an apple. Oh. No, he threw it at me. What the fuck? He threw an apple at me. Yeah, he threw an apple at me. Is there a bite out of it? No, it's a perfectly good apple. Did he carve like a word into it? No, it's just a perfectly good red apple. Did he wash it before throwing it at you? No one took her, probably not. It's gonna waste water if you wash your fruit so you don't get E. coli. <laughs> okay, Tucker. Why don't you go hug some trees, buddy? Why don't you go eat some lettuce, you fucking fruit? Why don't you go pick some leaves off the ground and shove them up your ass? <laughs> you pansy. <laughs> Stupidest insults. Fruit I got called Nan- I got called Nancy boy once. I'm like, well, wait, what is what what is Nancy boy? I think the biggest insult that was thrown my way, like the one that the two that happened let's the player? most. <laughs> now is let's player. In 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 middle school, it was like queer was used a lot. Mm. I remember queer was used a lot. I think just in general in that time. That shit hurts. I got I got called that when I was a kid, and that like made me very upset. Made me sad. What other names do the bullies call you, Ryan? Other names? I don't want to discuss the other one. Ryan McFat. The rest, I'm just coming up with like amazing names for you that no <laughs> one's ever called you. Just like, what? They call you a uh, lung cancer McGee? Ryan McFat? That's me. And then you're just looking at me like, what the fuck, dude? If I actually get lung cancer, you're going to feel real bad. No, no, I mean, that's my choice. It's your choice. It's my, it's my choice to smoke. You're choosing to Why die. Why would you feel bad? I hope you wouldn't feel bad. When you die, can your gravestone just be one of those like cigarette pillars outside of a restaurant that yeah, you like to Yeah, when I'm 90 and pass away, I will make sure that my grave has a cigarette as it. I just feel the way the universe works. I'm going to die before you. It's just how it works. What do you mean? I'm the one that always gets in the bad luck because of the stuff. Your bad luck's going to rub off on me and I'm going to fall into a meat processor. No, see, the way it works, you don't have to deal with the bad luck that you cause. I have to. Like in the parking lot. Okay. <laughs> so like I'm so I'm gonna die first because I'm sucking all of the bad luck out of you. Hold on. So you're like invincible. Are you chewing? You don't wanna you don't want you don't wanna chew on Mike? Why not? People get annoyed if you eat on Mike. A lot a lot of people You're not supposed to eat the pit. Put get that out of your mouth. I didn't mean to <laughs> fucking bite into the pit and it was horrible. I hate when you take a bite of an apple's too big and you get a little bit of the pit on it. And it's just like ah, <laughs> It's one of the worst things in the entire swallow, fucking world. Just swallow the seeds, they'll grow inside of you. Really? Yeah. Did you swallow any seeds? Yeah. How many? I think I just swallowed another. Did you just now? <laughs> yeah. Swallow in the them? middle of that conversation, I felt one, but I swallowed it anyway. Don't let your pets eat grapes. Don't let your dogs eat grapes, people. 
I think, right? Grapes are poisonous to dogs, or is that a myth? Uh, I'm not. Well, you want to test it? You want to give Lego some? I'm gonna. Hey guys, welcome back to Super Mega. Today we're gonna give Ryan's dog uh, grapes and chocolate and see what happens. Here we go. Ready for this? Don't feed dogs grapes. Okay, so it's although the toxic substance within grapes and raisins is unknown, these fruits can cause kidney failure. Until more information Damn. is known about the toxic substance, it is best to avoid feeding grapes or raisins to dogs. And now watch this. I'm gonna go to YouTube and I'm gonna type in "My dog loves grapes" and. My dog loves grapes. I think I, I think I gave my dog grapes once. Feeding your dog grapes. And then dog loves grapes. Riley ate a whole bag of grapes. Are now grapes? she's dead. <laughs> it's just like... Like uh, update video, Riley died. <laughs> the grapes dragged her to hell. <laughs> now the grapevines are whipping her rear end. Man, I shouldn't eat that apple, dude. I forgot. You're allergic to I apples. know. And I it's real I'm feeling it right now. My lips are on fire. That's what happened last time. You're in Tokyo. You had apple juice. My the roof of my mouth and my throat itched terribly. My tongue right is now. tingling. And I have horrible <laughs> pain in my chest. Like like heavy heartburn. Oh, no. Why Man. am I I'm, Tucker? I bow that's on Tucker. How is that on him? He, he walked in and threw the, the fucking apple. That doesn't at me. matter. You're the one that took the bite out of an, out of an apple. Oh, my lip. I taste blood. That, you said you tasted that last time. You tasted iron or something last time. Oh, I ate that apple thing in, in Tokyo and it fucking That's what I'm saying. destroyed me. Yeah. I had to run to the drugstore and I'm like, give me drugs. I want to go back to Tokyo. I want to <gasps> fucking have Fama Chicky. What is it called? Keep guessing. Fama Chicky. <laughs> That's really close. You're what? only one vowel off. What? Fami. Chicky. Fami chicky at Family Mart. It's a little like chicken patties. It's so They're so good, dude. Good, dude. Ryan and I would just I walk down to the Seven <laughs> Eleven at, at night, like, like two a.m. and just get it, get a beer or like a drink, and then like some some, some of that chicken. Fucking oh. amazing sushi at like four a.m. I went out one night you remember, for like, like half my, the price. One of my last nights there, I went out and like met a dude from South Korea and like talked to him for a bit. He bought me a drink, and I didn't even know the guy. And Ryan just, couldn't like, remember the rest of the night. Oh but. my god! <laughs> yeah, just like I. Sorry, just all I remember about Tokyo for me is that I was kind of just away and I was just like, I was just in a, a very nice mental state. It was like a, the best way I can describe it. And it sounds weird, but it's like a trance. It's because I was so far away from home and so disconnected from anything over here. And like, I wasn't having to do any work because we worked ahead of time and stuff like that. Um, and it's just like, it was just like an overall good experience. You guys were like the tour guides taking me along. I didn't have to do that much thinking. I was just walking, experience, experiencing shit, eating great food with some people that like are fucking awesome. And I just had a good time and I'm searching for that again. Cause I'm sad. What? Am I one of the awesome people? <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Oh, this is more exciting than when I was on Bill Maher. You, you even, like, on my birthday, went out to go take a smoke, and I came back up, and you had gotten, like, fucking, part, like, uh, happy birthday shit. It's on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, I had to I had to put that in there, because, like, I really, that that was, like, super cool. Oh, dude, of course. I like little shit like that. I'm not going nice. to forget your dang birthday. Like, it's Flag Day. Yeah. And also, That comes first. Yeah, That's okay. a bigger yeah, deal than me. First. But your birthday, birthday is still second. very important. Hopefully, uh, well, I can't, re I, I don't really make a big thing on my birthday because someone else's birthday is on, on that day. The American flag. Yep. 
But guess who was born the same day the American flag was created? Who? Our president. He wasn't born the same day. He's like 340 years old. <laughs> you find out he was born the day the American flag was created. He's 340 years old. Oh, I remember like reading the, the Bible and like, how old's Noah? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, Noah was 956. It's like, what the like, fuck? What, no, he wasn't. What are you talking Stop about? lying. Oxygen kills the skin, bruh. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're fucking with me. What are you talking about? Oxygen kills you? <laughs> are you inept? <laughs> it's how we live, you fool. Ryan, what, you think I can die in too much water? Why don't you, why don't you pull your head out of your ass <laughs> and uh, start reading some science? Okay. Some real science. Not that faux <laughs> science bullshit that Brian Wecht studied. Imagine that. Imagine thinking you're so cool because you have a PhD in imaginary bullshit. That's not even real. Imaginary. It's like you made up the smartness. It's like, yeah, you made, like, Brian literally made up and his colleagues made up that shit in that smartness and they think that they're heroes for it. No, Brian, go fuck yourself. And they can get a PhD for it. What does that stand for? Pretty hung dick. That's a that's a positive. That that is a positive. Not if it's too hung. True. How are you supposed to service a partner if your penis is too large? I don't have that problem. So, mom does. Yeah. Not my mom, but I'm talking about mom. Oh, mother. Yeah. Yeah. Mother does. Anyways, she doesn't like us mentioning her, so we should probably stop. Yep. New merch. It's all sold out. <laughs> yeah, YouTube fucked up. And today was the one day there was the error where if you upload a video at like 9 a.m. this morning, it just wouldn't go out. It would say it's public, but no one would be able to find it or see it. Yeah. And yeah. that was where the merch promo was. So everyone on Twitter jumped on it and bought everything before anyone from YouTube could. <laughs> so sorry, guys. We're going to try to get stuff but restocked soon. in that. If you follow our Twitter. We're, we're so close to 100,000 followers. Well, I think we're less than 1,000 by now. Ooh. So uh, if you guys want to be the thousandth follower, maybe we can do a giveaway that we bring up right now and then forget about and everyone's mad. Let's not do that. Let's not do a giveaway. Let's definitely not do that. Let's not let's not like throw up gift card codes on the screen that had been expired months prior. We could. I heard that solves any type of a uh, public controversy. Okay. Bam. Bam. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Well, guys, go grab those gift cards before uh, someone else does. And also, go grab Beachbody. <laughs> you never cease to amaze with those transitions. It's 2019, which means new year, new you. For most people, which also means overcrowded gyms, don't abandon your New Year's resolution by February because old habits die hard. Love that movie. Just talking about Bruce Willis. I love that fucking movie. As the best action that I've seen. And the character development with Bruce Willis's character is far beyond any that I, that, that I have. Is one of your resolutions to get in shape this year? Take control of your fitness journey this new year. Beachbody On Demand is an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super-effective workouts you can do from the comfort of your living room 24-7. Now, this is the company behind P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, Brazil Butt Live Lift. Ooh. Get motivated by celebrity trainers you know, like Sean T, Charlene Johnson, Tony Hawk, and Autumn Cabrisi. Cal Calabrese. Hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels, like Ryan or like me. From different bodybuilding things to weight training to cardio hit to yoga and even hit dance workouts. I'm sure you can learn how to do those sick Fortnite dances 
every fourth grader is doing on the street. That means you have access anywhere at any time. You could like view it on your computer, your web-enabled television, your smartphone, your Apple TV, or your Chromecast. Join over 1 million people currently on Beachbody On Demand. Ryan, I wanted to learn how to get ripped, so I used Beachbody, and now I've got the bod of a Greek god. Oh my god, that's not even true that you have the body of a Greek god, but I can tell that you're putting in the effort using the workout programs that they provide, and you are doing a fantastic job. Thanks, bro. Right now, listeners can get a special free trial membership, including their new 14-day results plan, where you can lose up to 9 pounds in the first two weeks when you text SUPER to 30-30-30. Wait, to lose 9 pounds in just two weeks, all I have to do is text SUPER to... <laughs> Not exactly, but it's, it's, it's a step in the right direction. <laughs> You'll get full access to the entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, the results plan to get you super fat. F- fast results. <laughs> and support. Totally free. Again, just text SUPER to 303030. That's probably the most annoying ad we have ever done. Yeah, but you know. So, Ryan. Yes? I know what we should talk about. Egg. Egg, uh, air, 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 airplanes. Airplanes, sure. Um, is that it? Did I get it right? Sure. I was. We're going to be on an airplane next month on our tour. Which tickets for Seattle are available now? Get them in the description. And Eugene, Oregon, as well, and Vancouver. Seattle and Portland are sold out. Or the Seattle was sold out, but we added more tickets. So go get them if you want. So go get those epic tickets. See us live. <laughs> oh. Oh, what's what the hell? What? It's got this like, oh, it's like a pressure in my stomach. Is that seed I swallowed? You oh, you did swallow three. Oh, se- oh, 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 what the fuck? What are you hiding from, Ryan? It's safe here. Hmm. Okay. This, this these are the results. So basically, um, Matt, if you remember from early in the podcast, I don't know where this is being placed. Matt had his doctor stick his finger in his belly button and wriggle, and wiggle it around a little bit. And so... Ordinary exam. <laughs> so we have three doctors that were on text, right? Yep. They were on fun text time to, uh, to, dis- to tell whether uh, this is legit or not. So... Okay. So the first one said, not unless there is a reason to do so. Okay. And that's I the first said, one. yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Why? I said, well, that's what happened to one of the guys here. They are laughing uncontrollably. And I said, so it is weird. And they said, very. <laughs> uh, okay. The third one, I said, do doctors stick their fingers in your belly button during a regular checkup? And he said, ha 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 ha. I cannot see how this is an informative physical exam. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does draw more conclusions. Thank you so much. Thank you. No Thank you. Thank you so much for the results. Oh my god. Okay. Awesome. Great. <laughs> it's actually hilarious. He, he was confident. He's like, I'm pretty confident. I, I thought it was just a normal yeah, thing. All, like, laughing, like, no. <laughs> Next time I go to the doctor, I'm going to ask about it. <laughs> He's going to do it again. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you again.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.